0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the In One Accord podcast, where we explore the background, lyrics, and musical expression of the songs we sing and why we sing them. Our desire is to glorify God through songs that are biblically sound, worshiping together in harmony, and living in complete agreement with Christ. That is In One Accord. I'm Johnny Broadworth and I'm Tim Plaster and it is good to be back with you after a break we're excited to be recording podcast episodes again diving into songs together yes feels good it feels good to be back feels right mhm today we're going to be looking at the song Lord from Sorrows Deep I Call and this song was inspired by the psalm 42 and so we're excited to dive into that it was written by Matt Boswell Matt Papa and The Getty so this was a fairly recent song written in 2018, so uh, it's great. All of these artists are still living. We can go listen to them. We can hear their explanation of the song. Uh, we can hear them lead the song. Mm. Um, I, I was researching each of these artists. Matt Boswell, he's a lead pastor of a church plant in Texas, and. I think your sister goes to his church, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, Kate's sister. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's pretty cool to be able yeah. to, to, to know somebody who
0: goes to his church, yeah. That is awesome. And then Matt Papa, he's he's a modern-day hymn writer, um, so he spends a lot of his time just focusing on writing hymns and songs for the mm. church, and he seeks to do that in a way that's singable but still beautiful and timeless, as he says. And then the Gettys, the they're... Irish hymn writers as well. They've mm-hmm. put out so much music for the church. They put on the Sing Conference every year for worship leaders, and they're just, they're doing a lot to equip the church uh, with good, solid worship leaders and uh, good music that's scriptural and God honoring. Yeah, great um, music that we sing a lot of too. Definitely. So yeah, as we as we get into the song, um, we sing the song at our church on a regular basis, um, and. As they were writing this song, they said that they were looking to capture um, the ache, so to speak, of the music, but also the reality of the human condition. Uh, They were looking to express the despair, the fear and the anger um, and, you know, confess those things to the Lord through corporate worship. But then also find hope as we trust in him, knowing that our God is God great and powerful enough to handle our hearts and he offers us hope so that's where the whole direction of the song is we take these these sorrows and these pains in our heart and we take them to the lord and in the process we find hope in him so with that in mind let's dive into the song yeah verse one uh starts with lord from
1: sorrows deep i call when my hope is shaken and one thing i love about true christianity about true followers of god is that we don't hide from life's difficulties under a rock like they're not there. Um, instead, we we understand, we strive to understand, and it's not always easy to to hear this, but it's we, we understand sin and the great impact that it not only has on us, but on all of creation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the very first verse of this song, we get right into that. Um, and then the next part of it says, "'Torn and ruined from the fall, hear my desperation.'" Uh, and, I, and I think it's important that we recognize that our hardships, all of our hardships, aren't from anything other than the fall. Sin causes all hardships. And that's why in heaven there will be no hardships because there will be no sin. Right. And that, that line, it ends with, hear my desperation. And instead of running from these things, we turn to God in prayer.
0: Right. And I think like, what you're saying is so true. Sin, sin corrupts everything. Right. And hmm. every day we experience the corruption of sin in some form. Right. Whether it's sickness and death and storms like sin has caused creation to be corrupt. We we experience the fall in that way. Uh, but we also experience the corruption of sin and how others sin against us or how the sins of others have consequences on our culture. And we oh, yeah. feel that. But even we feel our own. Personal effects of sin where we feel the guilt and the shame of that potential or we see how our sin leaves us feeling empty and how it harms others and so when he Mm. says torn and ruined from the fall there's some deep angst and Mm. sorrow about sin and I think they beautifully capture that as we get going with this this song of like Lord from deep sorrows I'm calling Mm. to you but then we go on. What do you have? What do you? Have yeah, to yeah. Um, and you, like you mentioned too, torn and
1: ruined. Those are two strong words. You mm-hmm. know that that really right. portray uh, what sin has done to us. Um, so the next line says, "For so long I've pled and prayed." And then it quotes, "God, come to my rescue." That's something that that we pray uh, to God, and God speaks back to us through His Word. Um, And and the next line says, even so the thorn remains, still my heart will praise you. Uh, And it makes me think, it reminds me that sometimes he doesn't answer in the way that we expect or we want him to. Um, And sometimes his plan doesn't line up with ours. Uh, But... The final line of that is, still my heart will praise you. And uh, to the true believer, it reminds me that if we have a right relationship with God, we can still be truly, fully satisfied by His plan, by His will. Uh, it reminds me of the song, Blessed Be Your Name. You mm-hmm. know, even uh, even when we're found in the desert place, place, still blessed be your name and fully satisfying is God.
0: Right. Well, in those last two lines, uh, even, though, even so the thorn remains, uh, still my heart will praise you. It totally reminds me of and I think it's a direct, quote, nod to Second Corinthians twelve nine and 10. Or he starts in verse 8. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. He's talking about a thorn in the flesh. This is Paul. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon mm. me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Right? And so the songwriter here, the psalmist and Paul, all of these, there's a thorn, there's a weakness, and there's pleading to the Lord asking that he would take this thing away. God, come to my rescue. Mm -hmm. And for so long, I've pled and prayed. But The thorn is still there the the trial the sorrow is still there and in response to that instead of complaining or turning away from god and trying to find some other solution instead what's the response still Still my my heart heart will praise you you. because it's clearly god wants this to happen for for your sanctification and for his glory and so it's like all right i'm going to submit to that and i'm going to praise you and just a cool musical note there um When when they recorded this song, that last line of the first verse, it ends with a suspended chord. It doesn't resolve. And Mm so there's not this resolution to the problem. There's not a resolution to the music, but we're still going to praise because that's what we're called to. And we believe it's for our good and God's glory. Hmm. But let's keep going. Uh, Verse two.
1: Yeah. Verse two uh, starts with storms within my troubled soul, questions without answers, and I think to uh, this that that we've heard before is uh, that God answers us in three ways. He either says yes, he either says no, or he says not now. And sometimes that not now can be quiet, and we just need to wait upon the Lord. Like we're told in Philippians, to w- our, that our strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Um, and so, questions without answers can seem uh, like we're not we're being ignored, but but we know that we're not. We
0: know that that God hears us all the time, and it's great to be reminded of that. Well, and I'm reminded too of even Job, where you know he doesn't get a yes, no, or a not. Now, what he gets is God saying, "This is who I am. Where were you?" Hmm. Right, and God oftentimes we'll even answer our questions with this is who i am and this is what i do these are the covenants and the promises that i've made and where were you and and so we see god's character and we see our character and it, it puts us in our place right to see who am i to question god who am i to to despair or cry out like i should trust in him this is who god is i should trust in his character and right. and sometimes we'll we may never get the the answer to our questions in this life, but we still have a response hmm. that we're supposed to have. And we'll get to that later hmm. as we keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the verse continues, it says, On my faith these billows roll, God be now my shelter. And so ultimately we're asking God to do what he promises, and that is to protect us, to protect our souls, uh, from these uh, lack of faith or these these roller coaster rides where sometimes we're down um, and and in the very next line why are you cast down my soul and sometimes we're s- we sing to our souls like when we say bless the lord oh my soul we're we're almost telling our souls to bless the lord to mm-hmm. to worship his name um, and in this one in this case though uh, he's The writer's almost rebuking his soul for being despondent or down or discouraged when he says, why are you cast
0: down, my soul? Uh, Hope in him who saves you. Well, and if if I could pause there, I think actually now would be a great time to read Psalm 42 because those lines are taken directly out of Psalm 42. So these are just the first six verses. And listen to this because everything we've been singing in the lyrics up to this point is an expression. Um, it's trying to capture what the psalmist is even saying in the psalm. Uh, so, as a deer pants for flowing streams, so my so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food, day and night, while they say to me all the day long, "Where is your God?" These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Mm. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. And then listen to this. this. This is so powerful, this next line. My soul is cast down within me, Therefore, I remember you. And I think it's helpful to remember that if we're going to sing this song, if we're, if we're going to actually find hope and trust, we have to start where the psalmist does, where the psalmist desires God. Right? He starts out the psalm, I pant for the Lord, I desire him, my soul thirsts for him. And so then going through, I have these, these trials, these turmoils, but they're viewed in the light of, I want God. Right. And so even if he doesn't get an answer to those turmoils, these these sorrows, whatever they were, he can still be satisfied because he he has God and he can hope in God. Hmm. And for us, we're not going to be able to find that hope and trust in God. We can't find peace even in the midst of these storms if we don't desire God, because if we're desiring something else, it's not going to satisfy like God will satisfy and we can't have it like we can have God. Hmm. So, as we keep
1: going, what do you have for the chorus? Well, before we get to the chorus, uh, there is a line that says and uh, then very next line it says, "When the fires have all grown cold, cause this heart to praise you mm-hmm. yeah, and our spiritual lives really can be like a roller coaster uh, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some days, weeks, months we're on fire, and then we're cold, so we mm-hmm. seek God. to to feed that flame so we stay on fire as often as we can, which just shows the importance of going to a church that's consistently challenging us, causing us to think about our walk with the Lord, um, which usually causes our heart to praise Him. Um, But it's not us that does this work. We can't take uh, any credit for this, but it's the Lord that, quote, causes uh, this heart change. And so when the fires have all grown cold, cause this heart to praise you. Uh, we still rely
0: on God to cause our hearts to praise Him. Mm, yeah, which is so good. And even as we think through the purpose of corporate worship on Sundays, as we think through singing songs and why we pick the songs that we do, uh, I'm reminded of Colossians 3.16, which says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And a large part of corporate worship we're teaching each other, we're admonishing, encouraging one another through the songs that we sing, Hmm. right? And so one of the purposes of songs is when you, when you come in to worship, maybe you're coming from a place where you have sorrows and you are cast down or the fire has grown cold, right? And so what you're doing is you're teaching your heart with this song. That's that's why we want scripture to be saturating our songs, is because you're teaching your heart theology. You're teaching your heart the truth. And you're when you're singing, you're teaching your brothers and sisters around you the truth. So you should sing, even if you don't sound good. You're, you're helping teach each other. Hmm. And then what happens is in the psalm and the song, what happens is as we remind ourselves of the truth, as we teach ourselves the truth, it helps to put things in perspective. To where then, when we get to the chorus, what we can sing, O oh, my soul, put your hope in God. My help, my rock, I will praise him. Sing, oh, sing through the raging storm. You're still my God, my salvation, right? Mm-hmm. And just like that that last line of the psalm that I read, uh, verse 6, My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you. Right, When we're faced with trials and circumstances and these different things, the solution is to remember the truth, to turn to God. We pour out our souls. That's a necessary part. Yes, pour out your soul, just like the psalmist. But as you do that, the Lord uses the, the Spirit, the Lord uses the Word to affect you, to help you find hope and comfort in Him as you go through this. It doesn't mean the pain is gone. It doesn't mean that the trials and the circumstances go away. But you have an inner peace because you have the Holy Spirit. You have hope in the Lord and that is the peace your refuge even in that time Hmm.
1: yes and Psalm Psalm 90 even reminds us that that God is our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth uh, or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting you are God
0: absolutely so then we go uh, verse 3 should my life be torn from me every worldly pleasure when all i possess is grief god be then my treasure be my vision in the night be my hope and refuge till my faith is turned to sight lord my heart will praise you and i think just as i'm looking at these lyrics i'm reminded so much of psalm 42 but also of paul especially in second corinthians and philippians um all the trials that he went through, all of the things that he considered as rubbish and loss, he he left those things behind to press on for knowing Christ. And in earthly standards, if the world looked at him, all that Paul possessed is grief and pain, but he knew that he possessed the treasure of Christ. And so he could still have hope and refuge, even in those things, knowing that someday his faith would turn to sight and for that reason, Paul could press on. Paul hmm. could praise the Lord. So as hmm. we as we wrap up and we look at the musical expression throughout the song, as we look at application, uh, there are just a couple of things that stood out to me. Um, this song in the verses, it's it, a lot of the phrases end with a minor chord. So it has a sad sound. So Lord from sorrows, deep I call, ends with a sad sound. Hear my desperation torn and room from the fall these lines they all end with minor chords and that's artistically intentional like you're sad you're sorrowful you're you don't want to sound like all happy like happy major songs mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. but then <clears throat> even with some of the phrases like musically if you notice uh when you sing hear my desperation or when you say for so long i've pled and prayed the melody goes up to like it's a high point where it kind of forces you to like shout sing a little mm. bit and like it c- forces a lot of breath out and it it helps give this idea of intense desperation mm. it, it sounds like a cry as you're singing it, or that which I just think musically is very. Great.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Musically, the chorus the chorus resembles almost like a moaning or a crying to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. oh my soul, like you're just singing it out at that mm-hmm. point. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome that they did that.
0: Yep. But then by the end, it resolves. It it comes back down. It's mm, like, you're still it really does. My God. And it's just like, yeah. Okay. Yes, right. You know, almost like after crying, that first deep breath after mm. you've cried it's just like okay Mm. it's like you're still my god my salvation Mm, and they end it suspended because like not everything's solved but we can still praise the lord in Mm. that just even like pastor josiah said we can praise the lord in the dissonance because we know the truth we know how it will end even though it hasn't resolved yet Mm.
1: um yeah and and so as far as application for the song um, and and do this reading Psalm forty two as well. Uh, should a lot of these songs, okay, all of these songs should point yeah. back to the point, point us back to the Word and encourage us to get in the Word. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking of just during personal struggles of faith, which can happen, like we talked about the roller coaster thing, anytime. time. Um, the loss of a loved one, news of a disease, or even just world events or tragedy like war and pandemics and um, economic depression, things like that. Uh, and Pastor Josiah mentioned a few weeks ago uh, to train our heart to praise the Lord in the midst of suffering. Mm-hmm. Singing this song and memorizing this song, uh, reading the book of Psalm, the, the Psalm 42 and is training our heart to praise the Lord in the midst of suffering. You just,
0: you know these words, you know the truth right. of Psalm 42. Right, and even, you know, on a much smaller, like, not smaller scale, significance-wise, but it doesn't take world events or even those things to to need this song, right? Because we have the daily battle with sin, right? And we we should be reminded of what our sin cost on the cross. Mm. And that should drive us to I need to hope in God. Christ is my only hope. And so even there's there's a sense of lamenting sin, but finding hope in the cross and salvation. And so we pray that this is an encouragement for you um, to find your hope in God and ex- a, a healthy way to express your sorrows because you should express your sorrows to the Lord, mm-hmm. but then find hope in God as a result.